always thought it took a lot of hard work. Always thought I had to deal with the pain. Yeah. All right, welcome to the Alvin Galloway Show here. Welcome to the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org. On this segment of the show, I have in, as guest Bishop Alfred Smith Sr. And he's a senior pastor of Greater Impact Church and Leadership Council of the African American Christian Clergy Coalition, the AACCC, a network of over 120 pastors and faith leaders in Maricopa County. Bishop Smith has been preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and ministering to the formerly incarcerated, their families and communities for nearly three decades. As a family member of formerly incarcerated individual, individuals, Bishop Smith has intimate knowledge of the journey of, to healing and restoration from systems bondage. And we have, uh, I know I was gonna do this, uh, Baina, <laughs> Baina Abdus is the communications coordinator of the African American Christian Co uh, Clergy Coalition, uh, criminal justice reform project committed to communicating the coalition's three-pronged approach to reform, lifting a prophetic voice to speak out against systematic injustice, engaging and activating faith leaders to impact changes to criminal justice policy, and educating communities on how to advocate for change on a grassroots level. And then we have Trisha Ann King. She's a minister and an artist sharing the gospel of Christ through evangelism, dance, and spoken word. Ms. King is also a formerly incarcerated, uh, incarcerated single mother of two and navigating the nearly 44,000 collateral consequences of reentry while pursuing a successful career in the medical field. And we're going to talk to them about the Criminal Justice Reform Project and their organization after a little bit from Take Six. Well, I always thought it took a lot of hard work, always thought I had to deal with the pain, Walking around with the heavy load While my back was breaking under the strain Then you came and told me I could be free And it sure feels good Yeah, and it sure feels good Life is short and you're moving fast Got your wheels spinning out of control Oh Lord Headed for a crash When I learned I had to let it go Right then I knew I couldn't deal with the speed As long as I was in the driver's seat That's when your love came and rescued me And it sure feels good Oh Lord, sure feels good Feels good. Mm -hmm. 
my steps are laid out for me. Got a joy I never felt before. Cause it's cool to slip and follow your lead, Lord. Well, it shows when you look at my face. It's a reflection of your love and grace. You've got me dancing all over the place. And it shows feels good. This is the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org, and that was Take 6, Feels Good, and we're here in the basement of the Center for the Arts, and I also always want to thank Miss Althea Long, whose show is before mine from noon to 2, the Althea Long Show with jazz, lounge, Latin, RB, and soul music, and after my show at uh, 4 o'clock comes Don't Disturb This Groove with Lady T. RB music and commentary. And then after that, at 5 o'clock, you have Soul Star Live, a black and African cultural affairs program with emphasis on Arizona and the Southwest. And we can never forget Mr. Tom Coulson with uh, Hacksaw, Full Moon Hacksaw with Tom Coulson and a mix of classic modern jazz and blues. So we have it all here on Radio Phoenix where you talk, sing, and connect. And I want to thank, um, this past Friday was the Arizona Center for Disabilities Law's 25th anniversary. And they honored uh, Representative Jennifer London and uh, Tim Hogan, who was the founder of uh, uh, Law in the Public Interest. And uh, that's where the Arizona Center for Disability Law sprung from. And happy anniversary to Drs. Michael and Darlene Little, I think, celebrated their 49th, I believe, anniversary. And uh, Reverends Jonathan and Sakina Young-Skaggs, who uh, I believe was 25, and they had a little gathering yesterday at Afri Soul uh, on Washington and 12th Street. And as I said before, in the studio, uh, we have uh, Bishop Alfred Smith Sr., uh, Biana Abdus, 
and Tracy Ann King. And I keep telling her I'm going to mispronounce her name and she can correct me. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to everybody. Thank you. Thank Thank you for having us. Hello. Good to be here. I'm glad to have you. So tell us a little bit about the uh, uh, um, African-American Christian Clergy Coalition and uh, what they do. Absolutely. So my name is Baina Abdus. Very close. Very close. <laughs> um, I'm the communications uh, coordinator for the African American Christian Clergy Coalition Criminal Justice Reform Project. Mm-hmm. Now, as a coalition, the AACCC, as we call it for short, is a network of over 120 pastors who are engaged in uh, social issues in um, Maricopa County and some even in Pima and Pinal County. Uh, the chair of the AACCC is Dr. Warren H. Stewart Sr., uh, senior pastor of First Institutional Baptist Church, and uh, we give our honor to him for allowing us to be here uh, to talk about what it is that we're doing. Uh, we also have the privilege of having co-chairs, uh, Pastor Reginald Walton and uh, Pastor Aubrey Barnwell, um, who head up the AACCC. There's also about 12 pastors represented, 12 to 14, on the Leadership Mm -hmm. Council, Mm -hmm. which uh, Bishop Alfred can talk more about. Um, But we were approached by um, civic and bicameral uh, political leaders as a coalition and asked to join in on this criminal justice reform effort. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've responded with a three-pronged approach, which we each kind of represent here. Um, It's prophetic, political, and programmatic. And we can talk a little more about it after the others introduce themselves. Okay. All right. Bishop? All right. I'm Bishop Alfred Smith, Senior Pastor of Greater Impact Church and a part of the African-American Christian Coalition clergy as well. And um, it's not just a simple process for me, criminal justice reform, but I had a brother who passed away in prison, Mm. my oldest brother. So Mm. it's been personal to me for many years and uh, I am happy to be a part of AACCC and this criminal justice reform project and really believe in God uh, uh, from a prophetic perspective uh, to do more to get people's hearts and minds engaged and involved in the process. All right. And Ms. Uh, Ms. King. Hi. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Trisha Ann King, and I'm one of the ministers at Greater Impact Church. I'm a licensed evangelist. Um, and I'm really here to just talk about the um, – I guess, issues that I've had with the criminal justice system. Mm -hmm. I've been a felon since a couple of months after I turned 18 years old, and it's definitely affected my entire life, Mm -hmm. being able to provide for my children, being able to live a life um, as, I guess, a a citizen, being able to have the rights that everybody else has has been just a fight for me, going through the the bureaucracy and all the red tape. And I mean, I've only been in jail, not even in prison, and still I'm fighting these battles that you would think a hardened prisoner would be fighting. So I definitely just want to speak to that and how God is bigger than the criminal justice system and that we believe that with his help, we will be able to reform it. Okay. Tell us, you had the three-prong initiative. Now, you had an event yesterday, I believe it was, in in Mesa. Tell us a little bit about that. So uh, the event in Mesa uh, really touches on the programmatic piece where we're educating and engaging the community, Um, not only the formerly incarcerated, but their families, their communities, everyone who's affected by um, the criminal justice system, which is really every citizen, right, Mm -hmm. from 
taxpayers to the individuals themselves. Um, and we were uh, able to have a wealth of uh, vendors uh, come out and provide information and services at the uh, historic Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Mesa, where Pastor David Wade, who is also a member of the AACCC pastors, um, and he opened the doors to um, the Tempe chapter, uh, the, Temp the Tempe alumni chapter of the Delta Sigma Theta okay. and their brother of fraternity. Um, the Omega Psi Phi Iota chapter. Um, they reached out to the AACCC asking for some support uh, with this event, and we were super excited uh, to support. We had the Census Bureau there um, providing job resources. Uh, the Census does hire um, formerly incarcerated individuals. They um, they take each application on a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, so they wanted to let the word out that um, if you're formally incarcerated, you do not have to worry about <laughs> you know, being um, rejected from a job offer. Because that, that's a lot of problem from Absolutely. Uh, a lot of individuals able to uh, get a job. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if Correct. you can't get a job, you really can't uplift yourself. You Absolutely. Know, get a house or a home. And, food and all the other mm -hmm. things that you need to survive. Yeah, we had a representative there from Genuine Solutions. Um, her name is Nicole, and she's a woman who works with individuals to understand equal employment opportunity mm. and how um, some employers don't realize that they're breaking the law by rejecting an applicant just because they have um, a criminal history. Mm -hmm. What they're supposed to do is send a letter asking you to explain. Um, and they're supposed to judge it on a case-by-case -case basis. But a lot of um, big corporations can sweep that kind of practice under the rug if individuals don't know right. Um, their rights. We also had um, some voting restoration services. A lot of uh, formerly incarcerated individuals don't know how easy it is to restore their right to vote in certain cases. Mm -hmm. uh, so they were there giving information. We had a clothing boutique. Um, Europe, Arizona, and the, the Black Nurses Association was giving out information and um, health screenings and things like that. So it was a wealth of services that were being provided, and it was a very, very uh, phenomenal time. Mm, right. Um, Ms. King, and your challenges, what would you say were your main challenges in trying to get your uh, life back on track? Mm. Um, well, the main issues are finding gainful employment, mm. making enough to be able to live a regular life like mm. everyone else, to be able to pay rent, pay daycare, buy groceries. It it becomes very hard when you can only get a job making $10 an hour. You can only get a job making $9 an hour. Mm -hmm. And you are really searching. You have the you have all of the, um, what do I want to say? Skill set. The skill set. You have the skill set. You've mm -hmm. been working in the field for 15 years, but you can't move forward. Mm -hmm. um, I went to school to become a nurse can't get my fingerprint licensing so I can't move forward it keeps you stuck in that poverty cycle mm -hmm. because you're not making enough which means you have to live with family you can't live on your own you can't show your children a better way because the, your, the doors are not being opened to you and for me it's you know my charge is over 15 years old mm -hmm. it still causes me to get turned down for homes turned down for gainful employment for jobs that I'm overqualified for and they want to hire you and then you hear back a couple of days later well your background check came back and we had to go with another candidate mm. but I'm more qualified than that other candidate and I would be more of an asset to your company but you're not even going to look at me because I've got this thing that's marring my background and then when you try to get rid of it 
the state of Arizona doesn't expunge. Mm. They only vacate. And you've got to go through all the red tape. And it's a circle, literally, to get the information that you need to petition the courts to drop it down to a misdemeanor or to have it vacated from your record. They make it very hard for you to be able to get out of that box and move forward. And I see that's why a lot of people that were incarcerated that have things on their record, I can understand why they continued living the criminal lifestyle because when you try to do it right, you try to do it in a justified manner, you try to move forward and better yourself from what you were when you were younger, mm -hmm. and in my case, a child, and you can't. Okay. You, you're being held down by the system itself and it's stopping you from moving forward. Mm -hmm. uh, Bishop, it seems that there's no, uh, after you serve your time or whatever, and you are released or on parole or whatever, uh, you, you're supposed to be cleared of mm -hmm. uh, those things that you know you were punished for. Right. Uh, but it seems there's no redemptive process. Uh, process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, you know even in Christ Jesus, your sins are forgiven. God mm. doesn't hold sin against you forever. Right. Uh, the biblical principle is that you reap what you sow. But once you've reaped what you've sown, you move on to bigger and better. Mm -hmm. But we have a justice system that has been designed to keep a person in the same place forever. Uh, part of the problem with that is that that system earns money off of those individuals. Right. And that's the bigger problem of this. Mm -hmm. And in many cases, like what uh, uh, Ms. King is talking about, it is not so much about what she did, the fact that 15 years later it's still on my record. It is about a system that makes a living off of that individual. Mm -hmm. And so from the prophetic voice, you know, we have to make our voices known and make God's way of uh, true criminal justice reform known so that others may experience the uh, uh, relief that they need so that their lives can go on and be improved and society is improved, cities and states are improved, and the country at large is improved. Yeah, that's right. And this is the Alvin Galloway Show. We'll be back. Community Radio is supported by a donation from Health Lumber Company, Incorporated, with several decades of history with community involvement in Arizona. We want to thank Health Lumber for their support. More information at healthlumber.com, H-E-L-D-T, lumber.com. This is for that little child with no father, for that man that doesn't have a place to stay, and for that little boy living with AIDS. Can I tell you a story, tell you a story? Lean on me. There's a man oh, yeah. standing on the corner. He has no home, he has no food, and his blue skies are gone. Yes, it is. Can you hear him crying out?
He loves you more than you'll ever know Instead of walking away Open up Kirk Franklin, Lino Me with a host of other individuals, Mary Jo Blige, Bono, uh, the family, and Lino Me. And that's what we got to do to get through uh, certain circumstances in our life and as a society. We have to lean on each other to accomplish that goal. Uh, Bishop, we're, we're, before we went to break, we were talking about uh, kind of how the cash flow is so uh-huh. much in, entwined in it. It's all about the that's uh, the dead presidents uh, now who's, yeah. who's reaping the benefits. Well, I think the thing we have to remember is that uh, the prison system is a billion-dollar business. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about a mom-and-pop store or some, you know, a few things happening. We're talking about billions of dollars, products being uh, uh, sold, uh, and many other things. You get almost free labor. Right. So right. this is an entire system that is in place, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when you think about the cost of uh, incarceration per year, you're talking $80 billion or so on a, a low estimate. Mm-hmm. And then when you add in pension plans and everything else for employees, it's over $90 billion mm-hmm. a year. And a president is looking for money to build a wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say, look, what can I do in criminal justice reform to cut off the money I need from there to build as many walls as you like to build mm-hmm, if that's mm-hmm. just something you want to do. Mm-hmm. So this is about dollars and cents. We can't forget that. But I think in that, that's why voices, we have to make our voices heard uh, from every pulpit across America. We have to continue the fight of criminal justice reform uh, because everybody is not a hardcore criminal. Right. Uh, it's sort of like sin. You know, we all sin, but mm-hmm. everybody's not at the same degree of sin. Right, right. You know, and so uh, we have to make the change, make a difference. And I think for lawmakers and others who may get money uh, from many of these venues, the way that they're set up, mm-hmm. you got to look at the good of people first and what's best for our communities, what's best for the country at large. Right, right. Um, Ms. Abbas, you were uh, talking about some of the things that you guys are doing or have been doing. Yeah, and, and just to back it up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, so we are uh, 
working on this effort through grant funding from forward.us. Mm-hmm. They're a national agency that really leads in, leans into criminal justice reform and immigration reform in various states, and Arizona being one that's dealing with both. Uh, we've got a lot of partners at the table. Um, we work uh, directly with um, uh, some of the politicians. Walt Blackman, uh, who also is very personally affected, he's very candid about um, being a family member of uh, an incarcerated individual. He has monthly ad hoc meetings where um, the AACCC is present, as well as some of our partners, ACLU of Arizona, um, uh, Creoso Partners, partners, excuse me, um, Americans for Prosperity. And I know we're on kind of both sides, both conservative and liberal sides of the table, Mm -hmm. but just coming together to really collectively impact um, this criminal justice uh, reform situation. Uh, One thing that was very uh, prominent in our work was the Hannah Pryor Senate Bill Mm -hmm. uh, 1334, which came from many different shells. Uh, uh, Representative John Allen was sponsoring um, the bill, uh, the initial bill. And um, what Hannah Pryor's is, for people who don't know, is um, if I am someone committing a crime, uh, a police officer can essentially set me up to commit the crime twice hmm. in one uh, kind of in in a consecutive period and charge me as a repeat offender even if this is my first time wow. so I could come to you and buy drugs from you on a Saturday and then come on Sunday and buy drugs from you as an undercover cop and charge you as a repeat offender for those two offenses um, which would I mean immediately put a jacket on you put you at uh, usually uh, at least a low felony conviction so that, like he said, we can, you know, mm-hmm. get m- get more in that pipeline right. prison, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Hannah Pryor sat, sought to eliminate that. Um, the initial bill was held by Senator John Allen, um, which God bless him. But moving forward, it was picked back up as Senate Bill 1334. Um, and we had gotten unilateral support in um, the House and the Senate got to Doug Ducey's desk and unfortunately, uh, Governor Doug Ducey and unfortunately was vetoed. Um, but uh, for for our collective efforts for the short amount of time to get that much support behind a bill, um, it really encouraged us for this upcoming legislative session to really, really put our feet to the pavement and get the work done on both sides of the table. And you know, <laughs> speaking of that, um, and one of the, I think one of the hangups on that was uh, the county prosecutor mm-hmm. who uh, didn't want to see that change, yeah. and unfortunately now he's uh, in the court of appeals. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so yeah. people voting uh, is cru- uh, crucial. You got to vote. You got to vote. You, know, you got uh, to get the right people in those positions mm-hmm. that uh, that would help everybody, not just a, a certain group of folks. Absolutely. Uh, I, I remember I, uh, my friend uh, Khalil Rashdan. Yes. Um, He's our partner with ACLU. Yeah, with yeah. ACLU. Absolutely love him. He had invited me to a couple program breakfasts and hear the stories of uh, formerly incarcerated individuals um, that are trying to make that journey like uh, Miss King is and the obstacles that they had to face each each time. I mean, it, it's, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah. And we as supposedly humans uh, serving in humanity are, uh, I would think, you would want the best of the person 
that you are a, you're a fellow human that mm-hmm. you can help. But it seems mm-hmm. that a lot of folks don't. Yeah. I think part people. of the challenge going forward, too, is that uh, pe- we need more people, business owners, mm-hmm. who are willing to hire those mm-hmm. yes. with mm-hmm. criminal backgrounds. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And in that way, you can help people get to the place that they need to be. And then some of those coming out of the system may be entrepreneurs by nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they'll need a support system to say, okay, I have an idea. I have a system I can develop. I have something I can do if I can put money around it to move that where it needs to be. Right. Uh, because we'll have to find ways around the system when you can't change the policy and you can't change the people involved. Mm-hmm. We, we have to have a, another system that'll yet help people to go yeah. forward. Because yeah. there's been many success stories right. as well through the obstacles that people have found a way uh, to get to the other side of things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't recall the gentleman's name right offhand, but actually he was introduced to me by uh, Khalil uh, and I had him on a story and he talked about while he was in prison, mm-hmm. uh, the things that he, he were doing, he was researching about mm-hmm. investments and, right. you know, and you know, uh, uh, trying to get his schooling and, and everything, so he'd be prepared right. when, when he when he came out. But uh, but he still had several challenges yeah, still had challenge. <laughs> when, yeah. when when he uh, when he ma- he made his way out. Uh, Miss King, what what has kept you going as far as uh, uh, I would say on a positive road? Um, I would say my faith, mm-hmm. most definitely my faith in God, and knowing that because greater is in me than mm-hmm. he that is in the world, mm-hmm. even though. I've already been forgiven by God. I understand that it's going to take time for humans, for people to forgive us, to let our background go, but I trust that it's going to get better. And with people like Bayana Abdus and Minister Smith that are, are going forward and actually putting their feet to the pavement, making sure that this legislation gets changed, mm-hmm. those are the people that are gonna open the doors for those of us that are just holding on, that just have faith that will work one and two jobs to get through until it gets better because we know that it is gonna get better and there are companies like Chase that are starting to get on to the prison reform boat where mm-hmm. they're removing you know, the criminal background from their applications, that gives people an opportunity to move into a different level of employment and to have those openings within the company where they're not looking at you for what you did. So as long as there's those little steps are being taken, I just have faith that it's gonna work out. I believe that it's all for my good, no Mm -hmm. matter what's going on. And I believe that people that are in my situation, if they, can hold on to that faith if they can get some hope just a light at the end of the tunnel it will get better there are people across the country that are fighting because they're seeing that we're stuck behind this wall and they're trying to break that wall down and we just need to be available and be able to help be able to tell our stories and and move the hearts of the people Mm -hmm. towards our situation the stories are really crucial and speaking to um, faith being her foundation. There are many reputable studies that show that um, when someone re-enters society, they have a 60% better chance of reducing recidivism by 
being actively involved in a faith community. That's why Forward engaged us. That's why um, legislators engaged us because uh, the church is the heartbeat of the black community. Mm-hmm. It, it really is, and right. it has been. That's been our epithet for generations. And um, really getting uh, faith leaders activated. There are so many, so many of the congregants of these churches that are part of this effort are directly affected by the issues surrounding criminal justice reform. So getting those stories out, we have people reaching out to us on social media that just wanna share their stories mm-hmm. just to be heard. And that's a crucial piece of getting, uh, gaining the buy-in of others because when you hear it on a human level, you understand right. how important it is to reduce some of these barriers, uh, to reduce these, it's reported over 44,000 collateral consequences mm. that people reentering are having to face. What are, what are, can you tell us a little bit about what those, I don't have to name all 44,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it please might don't. take a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we mentioned a few, um, mm-hmm. housing, mm-hmm. employment, those are the, the, the huge. The, the largest two, yeah. um, education. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a barrier to uh, forwarding your education, voting. It's a barrier also driving. Right. Um, depending on the offense, sometimes you can't get your driving uh, rights restored, um, which then lead into, I mean, those alone lead into most of the 44,000, the poverty. Um, and then uh, if you can't afford, right, to um, uh, pay, your rent at your halfway house or Mm -hmm. if you can't afford to pay your probation officer then we get into where we're criminalizing poverty Mm -hmm. because you're leaving jail with or prison with fifty dollars and you have to pay 134 Mm dollars just to get into your halfway house so you have young men who are um uh, young men and women who are homeless you know and um being criminalized for not being able not even having two dollars to take the bus to Mm -hmm. their probation office Mm -hmm. and so then they yeah, 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 your rights are restored. Mm-hmm. Is there a push like to do that here in Arizona? Do you know? <laughs> there, there is, there is a push um, on a on a political um, agenda. A lot of times, those those um, rights restorations are married to other initiatives like mm-hmm. marijuana reform, mm-hmm. um, and that could be good and bad. Uh, marijuana reform is a big one uh, because of the fact that the war on drugs, which really centralized around the crack epidemic, academic and marijuana really ravaged black communities, right? Right. Black and brown communities Mm -hmm. where you see most of uh, the um, criminal justice issues um, affecting. Mm -hmm. So this war on drugs, now we're trying to reform that uh, through this uh, medical marijuana uh, decriminalization and marijuana um, recreational um, use, uh, but they are not including harm reduction for these, uh, how do you say, these communities mm. who were affected. So we're seeing a lot of that here where um, there's rights restoration, but they're not extending to the black and brown communities mm. that have been affected mm. by um, this, uh, you know, the the prison pipeline that we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole different, uh, I'll say, uh, environment. Uh, yeah. in, 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 you know, especially uh, you have this uh, opioid crisis. Absolutely. Right. That, uh, that's a 
that affects, I would say, mostly uh, the, the white community. Absolutely. Uh, yep. But it's not criminalized. Exactly. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a health matter. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> with us, it's a justice uh, mm -hmm. punishment matter. Absolutely. And uh, we definitely have to change that um, that whole um, circle of, of, of things. Um, well, i got to take another break. Uh, this is the Alvin Galloway Show. Hello, this is Gregory Porter, and this is Take Me to the Alley, One Mic, One Take.
Support for Radio Phoenix comes in part from Native Health, located at 4041 North Central Avenue, Building C, near the corner of Central Avenue and Indian School Road in Phoenix. Native Health provides primary medical, dental, behavioral health, WIC, and wellness services for the urban Native American community. More information is available at 602-279-5262 or online at nativehealthphoenix.org. Hey there, it's your girl, Lady T, the Alvin Galloway Show. Stay tuned as you tune in for an intellectual tune-up, the Alvin Galloway Show for conversation, information, music, and culture every Sunday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on radiophoenix.org. Catch him before you catch me, Lady T, on Don't Disturb This Groove. All right, welcome back to the Alvin Galloway Show. And, uh, we have uh, we're Bishop Alfred Smith Sr., Vianna uh, Abdus, and Tracy Ann King. And we've been talking about the AACCC, uh, the African-American uh, Clergy Coalition, Christian Clergy Coalition, and their criminal justice uh, reform project and the work they've been doing uh, to try to change things here in the state of Arizona. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the uh, projects or programs you have coming, events you have coming up. Absolutely. Uh, so we have um, this Friday, actually, the AACCC is wanting to engage millennial um, African-American faith leaders and civic leaders. Uh, we'd like to um, get them engaged with our AACCC pastors. Uh, we just want to fellowship, network, and also uh, strategize some ways to work together um, on a greater scale around uh, these new initiatives coming up. We'll have um, Maryland with Creosote Partners, who is a legislative lobbyist, coming and talking with us about marijuana reform and how it relates uh, to the black community and criminal justice reform. Mm-hmm. 
and Carlos Alfaro with Libra Initiatives. Uh, he'll be out there uh, networking with us as well, talking about his um, stake and his organization's stake in uh, criminal justice reform and marijuana reform. Uh, we also have on the 14th um, forward is going to be at the Arizona Town Hall. It's a Strong Families, Thriving Children conference at the Sheraton. Um, that uh, requires a separate registration outside of us, but we have one of our uh, ministers at Greater Impact Church that we were talking about on the break, Quentin Moore, who has um, really, uh, the Lord has done a work through his life to break the cycle of generational incarceration. Um, you know, through the discipleship and the work of uh, Greater Impact as a ministry, he's going to be telling his story. He'll be on a panel with Walt Blackman, um, Verizon's uh, phone justice campaign, as well as some others um, in the criminal justice reform arena, just talking about what's going on there. And then Walt Blackman will have the final um, Arizona Ad Hoc Committee on Earned Release Credits um, on December 2nd. Um, at 9.30 a.m. Um, and more information about those events can be found on um, our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com backslash afamccc.com. Okay. <laughs> she says, so, that's it. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, is there more? No. Um <laughs> If, say if somebody wants to get involved in your organization, uh, how would they, what what areas would you like folks to get involved? Absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. We would love faith leaders to get involved uh, with us, with the AACCC. We would love it, formerly incarcerated individuals or family members to come and tell their stories. Um, we would also love for um, legislators uh, lobbyists, politicians to join us in this fight. Um, we have a text action campaign. Uh, for more information, you can text CJRAZ. That's the letter CJRAZ. You would text it to the number 52886. We uh, keep people updated in real time on what's going on um, in the community and on a legislative scale how the criminal justice reform bills are moving. Okay. Um, Bishop, are there any connections with other states, uh, say clergy in other states, on how, if, if, if they're doing the same thing as your organization? Yeah, I think every state has some form of criminal justice reform mm -hmm. for the most part. Now, AACCC, uh, uh, you remember the late uh, uh, Pastor Thomas mm. uh, from Pilgrim Rest. Right. This was one of his uh, things we were doing before. It was just basically our pastor's fellowship. Well, when he passed away, one of the things that Pastor Stewart and some of the other leaders, Pastor Parnwell said, we want to resurrect what we're doing. Mm. In doing this, we have added just a number of components. Mm -hmm. So there are other uh, states that have uh, groups where uh, African-American clergy comes together. I think this component we've added uh, puts us in a, in a league whereby we're really addressing a broad base of issues, and it has been so much better setting up the leadership council uh, so that across the state of Arizona, uh, every area has a representative that they can look to. Mm. So Tucson has an excellent uh, 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 clergy group that they have, and I think many other states have. Now, whether all of them are doing criminal justice reform at the level that we're doing, 
That I'm not exactly sure about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but criminal justice reform is happening across the country in a lot of different areas. I'm not sure that we have enough pastors that are really engaged because what most pastors say is, well, it's not affecting me. Mm. But it may not be affecting you directly, but it Mm. is affecting you indirectly. Because if it's affecting your members or family members or whatever, then it is affecting you indirectly and you need a voice in that particular area. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Ms. King, what would you, advice would you give to somebody that are facing different challenges or trying to, uh, in their re-entry into society? Mm -hmm. Uh, My advice, I mean, the best advice that I could give is trust God. Mm-hmm. Know that it is going to work out as long as you just keep doing one more right thing. I told myself, just keep doing one more right thing. Just keep moving forward in the things of God, and it will all work out for you in the end. Just have faith mm-hmm. and get a community behind you, mm-hmm. whether it be family, whether it be a church in the neighborhood. Um, there's a lot of community centers that have things that are going on, but get someone behind you mm-hmm. that's in the position that you want to be in, and it'll give you that drive to continue to move forward. Forward, and you'll get away from that old mindset and the old way that you were doing things. Okay. Now, does the organization have a monthly meeting or get the, the, the meeting at a certain location? Or Yeah, so the AACCC uh, pastors, they meet together monthly at First Institutional Baptist Church. It's the first Thursday. I'm sorry, the second, second Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's the second Thursday of every month um, from 4 to 6 p.m. If any faith or civic leaders or pastors want to be involved, um, it is a, a membership. Uh, so they can reach out to us on Facebook. Again, facebook.com backslash AFAMCCC or um, Instagram. Our um, at is AACCCJR. Okay. <laughs> Now, what about, uh, say, another faith? Is there, uh, are they uh, encouraged to come out, or do you work with other, other faiths? Yeah, I think uh, AACCC en- encompasses uh, a number of different groups, from uh, Kojic, Baptist, uh, non-denominational. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really about coming together uh, to do the work of advancing the kingdom on many fronts. Mm-hmm. Criminal justice reform is one area of focus that we have, but there are many different fronts where we want to make our voice known, our prophetic, prophetic voice heard uh, in many different arenas. So there, it, it's not uh, uh, where you have to be in a particular denomination. You just need a big heart and a great concern. Uh, different things affect different people at different times. Mm-hmm. And we try to be a broad-based voice to make sure that we are in as many places as we can be. Okay. And people of um, other faiths that are not within uh, the Christian tradition, um, we do work with them as uh, friends of the different initiatives Uh that we have in criminal justice reform. Uh, We've got a lot of strong support with uh, the Jewish community in North Phoenix and the Baha'i community. So... Uh, we definitely welcome everyone, as he said, to the table of this criminal justice reform work. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, give us that how to get in touch with your organization again. Absolutely. You can either text CJRAZ to 52886, and it'll send a link for you to opt in to leave your information so that we can get in contact with you. Or you can look us up at Facebook. You can search African American Christian Clergy Coalition or Facebook.com backslash AFAM, AFAMCCC.com. Also, we're on Instagram at, um, at 
A-A-C-C-C-C-J-R, as well on Twitter. All right. Fantastic. I really appreciate you coming out and sharing this information with us. And uh, definitely welcome anytime uh, you would like to and uh, any other events you have coming up. And uh, I'll have the information also on my Facebook page, uh, The Alvin Galloway Show. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be back after we hear a little bit of music for the second half of The Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. And remember, as I always say, today's a great day to make somebody's day great. truth. 